everyone. Good to see you. My name is Anne-Claire Mulman. Our website is cwowi.eu, Church Without Walls International. So we are part of a network of house churches worldwide. You can go to our website. You'll find a lot of articles, also a lot of articles, weekly thoughts uh, translated into different languages, many other resources, books you can order, and so on and so on. So go to our website, cwowi.eu, Church Without Walls International. Okay, today I want to talk to you about why we sometimes go through the tough times. What's the use of it? Uh, can we learn from it? What can we do with uh, things like that? Have we learned anything? So I was reminded uh, of this scripture in Second Corinthians, first chapter. It says, verse 4, 3 and 4, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, or the Father of compassion, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulations, that we might be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. That's a lot. Uh, actually, I should read it again. It says that God, he is the father of compassion and the, God, the father of all comfort, meaning, okay, when we need comfort, when we go through a tough time, the father knows. He gives us comfort. He is the one who gives us comfort. He has compassion, deep feeling about the circumstances you are in. So, and he comforts us in all our tribulation. When you go through tribulations, tough times, people are against you or whatever it might be, he will comfort you. And you probably experience that, the comfort of the Lord, when you go through tough times. And why? That we might be able to comfort those who are in any trouble. Do you know people around you that you are in touch with, that you know family members, members in your house, church? <clears throat> who go through any trouble, you might be able to comfort them. And who do you comfort them with the comfort with we ourselves are comforted by God? So just think about this. How did the Father comfort you? Was it just his presence? Was it the words he spoke to you? Was it the words from the Bible? Did he use people maybe to comfort you? Did the Father use other people to give you comfort, to give you rest, to encourage you? And the interesting thing is when you look up the word comfort, it's the Greek word parakaleo. Para means close beside and kaleo means to call. So it means being close up, being personal. It means to give encouragement. It's a strengthening present. It's actually a word used for the Holy Spirit. When you go, for instance, to John 15, 26, uh, the verse 20 says, uh, I'm sorry, John 15, 26, it says, but when the comforter, this is an amplified Bible, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, the standby comes. So that is what the Holy Spirit is. He's strengthened. He's your advocate. He's your intercessor. He doesn't stab you in the back. He helps you. He helps you. He's your comforter. So that's the same word here for used for a paracletos. So when Paul says comfort one another, instructing us to do the same, he was telling them and us that we need to give encouragement to those who are around us and who need it. Those who are in the midst of a battle, they need our strengthening presence. They need our supportive words. And Paul urges them to hearten them, cheer them up, give them some kind of boost that will help them further along the way. 
And then Hebrew 13, uh, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13, it says, but exhort one another daily. Same word used here, parakaleo, exhort or encourage one another daily. And when you look up the tense that is used in the Greek language, it calls for a continual action. So in other words, we are not just to encourage someone when you go to house church or, or to another church, whatever, but we have to make this a matter of a lifestyle. We must get, get into the habit of encouraging one another, not just talking about how bad things are, how bad the world is and how the world is going in a different direction and whatever. And, and, but we are to encourage one another doing it so often that it becomes a daily practice because we need fellowship. We need encouragement from one another. And now even more than ever before. So take your eyes off yourself. Look around. See who around you. Who are there? Which people are there? Who need strength? Who needs comfort? Who needs someone to come alongside them to speak words of comfort? And maybe just your present can give them comfort. And the Lord does give us comfort in different ways. So I was looking to the Apostle Paul. You know, he went through many tough times. Uh, how did the Lord uh, comfort the Apostle Paul? Well, in Second Corinthians, he makes it clear that he and Timothy are experiencing afflictions and distress. So in Second Corinthians first chapter, he says, I do not want you to be ignorant of the, our trouble which came to us in Asia. We were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even our, our, our own life. <clears throat> we had a sentence of death in ourselves. Why? And he says, you're also helping together in prayer of us, uh, in prayer for us. So one of the uh, things that uh, the, the Lord used people to pray for them, of course, that is very important. We need to pray for those who go through a tough times. But whatever uh, he tells us in, in chapter 7, verse 6, it says, but God who comforts the downcast comforted us by the coming of Titus. And not only by his coming, but also by the comfort with which he was comforted by you. That is interesting. So Titus was there and he was comforted by the people. He saw how they were doing, how they were doing well. And that comforted him, strengthened him, gave him joy. And then he went to Paul and Paul was come and he, he gave comfort to Paul. So the arrival of Titus gave him comfort. That is amazing. Then we, there is, um, of course, when you speak about Titus, well, he did bring the good news that the Corinthians had reconciled themselves to Paul, that they had responded to his severe letter with repentance, and that brought Paul comfort and encouragement and joy. The fact that they were serving God, that they followed his uh, advice, and that, and that they deeply cared about him. And they were even eager to see him, and that news encouraged Paul greatly. So what we can experience as comfort in our trials is the news that others are growing in the Lord and are growing in holiness and doing the right thing. And in Ephesians chapter 6, 21 and 22, Paul says, But you also may know my affairs and how I am doing. Tychius, a beloved brother and faithful minister, he will make all things known to you, whom I've sent to you for this very purpose, that you may know our affairs and that he may comfort your hearts. So Tychius was sent by Paul for a purpose. First of all, that he that they might know how Paul was doing, how things are, so that there were no emails or whatever. So people had to go there, you know, and just uh, tell how people were, how Paul was doing, so that you may know our affairs and that he may comfort your hearts. 
So Tychius was sent there to comfort their hearts, not just to go there and then whatever, talk about himself. But when you go somewhere else, when you are with other Christians, comfort them. Tychius was an Ephesians and he accompanied Paul to Jerusalem. He was well trusted by Paul. He was Paul's personal representative, you could say, to the churches in Colossus and in Ephesus. So Tychius was sent to comfort the hearts of the people. And again in Colossians, you read about him in chapter 4. It says, Tychius, a beloved brother, um, uh, he will tell you all the news about him. Uh, he's actually saying the same. I'm sending him to you for this very purpose, that he may know your circumstances, how you are, and comfort your hearts. And the word comfort here is another word. It's not parakaleo, but it's paragoria. It means to speak or counsel in a soothing way, taking away unnecessary pain and comfort. It's a word that is used in medical language for alleviation. So that was Paul was uh, that was what Tychius was doing. He was taking away their pain and their discomfort. He made it easy for them. Wow. And when you go here to Colossians 4, 11, let me see. I will read it. It says, uh, and Jesus, or who, uh, Jesus, who's called Justus, these are my only fellow workers for the kingdom of God, whom, who are of the circumcision. They have proven to be a comfort to me. So there, there's someone, uh, uh, there's another person, Jesus or Justus. He was uh, proven to be a comfort to him. Okay, and of course, you know, Barnabas, he was called son of encouragement, son of comfort. But have you ever heard of Stephanus, 1 Corinthians 16, verse 15 to 18? The house church of Stephanus, they were the first comforts in Achaia. Uh, and they, it says in 1 Corinthians 16, let me go there. I have to look it up. I had it somewhere, 1 Corinthians 16, 15 to 18. Yes. I urge you, brother, you know the household of Stephanus, that it is the first fruit of Achaius, that they have devoted themselves to the ministry of the saints, that you also submit to those and to everyone who works and labors with us. And I'm glad about the coming of Stephanus, Fortunatas and Achaius, for what was lacking on your part they supplied, for they refreshed my spirit and yours. So it says here they devoted themselves to the ministry. Ministry is service, diaconia, the ministry of the saints. So devoted actually in that time was a military term, meaning to draw up in order, to arrange in a place, meaning it was their priority. And then one other translation says they have ordered this themselves or <clears throat> they have set themselves or addicted themselves even to the ministry of the saints. Wow, they they were, were on the top of their priority. They ministered to the saints. They refreshed them. It says they refreshed my spirit and yours. That is amazing. So we have uh, Stephanas and we have Fortunas and we have Achaias and we have Barnabas and we have Tychius and we have Titus. So all those people were used by the Lord to comfort Paul, to comfort others, to give them encouragement, to strengthen them, because they were all going now and then through tough times. So are you going through tough times or have you uh, experienced something like that where you comforted maybe by the Lord or maybe by someone else? So comfort others who go through tough times with the same comfort that you have received. Why do we sometimes go through so many hard times? So we will understand those who experience the same thing. So we will be merciful to them. 
We will help them. We will comfort them. And we all need people to comfort us, right? Who are close to us. So who do you have in your life? It's not good enough anymore to say, well, I'm fine. It's just me and my family, just the four of us and no more. No, we do need one another. You do need people uh, who speak into your life, who are able to support you, strengthen you, help you, help you go through tough times because they have been there. They have experienced the same. So to who can you be a comforter today? See you next week. Bye-bye.